You are listening to The Reach Podcast with Elim's National Evangelist and Head of Evangelism, Mark Greenwood, in conversation with a bunch of his mates, bringing their wisdom, stories and insight, inspiring you to inspire others. This is The Reach Podcast. You are listening to The Reach Podcast with me, Mark Greenwood. And me, Mark Ritchie. Ritchie, baby. Yes, How are you, mate? Good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Excellent. It's been a little while since I've seen it's you. been a little while, hasn't it? The only it? disappointment <laughs> about podcasts is people just can't see your little attractive, cheeky little face. <laughs> like that. And they say, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but gonna... I can, unfortunately. Because yeah, yeah. that could have gone one of two ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering which way. No, it's true, because as we're recording this, we're... we're well, we're still in lockdown, but mm. we're, we're able to kind of just meet each other a little I bit. I know, and, I know. Uh, it's easy. We are just about to eat, well, in a few hours, one of, I'm going to put it out there, mm. not one of, the best homemade curry oh, me. I have ever tasted. Are you stopping off somewhere? Yeah, <laughs> stopping off at my mate's. Yeah, he said you can come if you want. No. And actually better than some that I've had in restaurants, Wow, mate. What the can I pressure say? is on. Better I be better go down and start. <laughs> I think you better know. Let's not worry too much about the podcast. Yeah, Get the curry no, going. No, what on. is, I mean, this is obviously, I mean, people will be actually turning this off thinking it's a curry <laughs> podcast. It will. But um, I actually, I've got a couple of the mates and they said a similar thing oh. and it's that, very, I make about 10 different curries ah, but the one okay. that you really like is the one that a couple of my other mates they can't so get enough good. of it yeah. so good yeah. I was a little bit disappointed that we were saving some for your daughter yeah <laughs> a little bit I hated her for that moment in time wow. I know it's not appropriate I but... know you shouldn't have been licking that pot but... <laughs> I mean, that was not an image that I want to keep. Not in COVID-19. Let's not do that anymore. But, mate, thank you for carving out the time to come on the Reach podcast. Really appreciate it. Just tell us a little bit about yourself for the sake of those who are listening Mm. who may not have um, heard you preach Mm. or speak or know much about you. Tell us what Mark Ritchie does. Right. Well, I am Scottish. No. And... Listen, I know we're going to talk about evangelism in a couple of minutes, but what people might not know is that you are actually originally from Bradford. I am indeed. And uh, I want to say that you've driven me around (laughs) the streets of Bradford, shown me where like your great grand's (laughs) dog used to live. Yeah. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I I phased out. I was bored. I was like, well, I don't care. I just want... you, you we were going it. for curry that day. We, were <laughs> we drove from Nottingham <laughs> to Bradford for a curry. Oh, man, I wish that was made up, but that's true. <laughs> no, I don't. We must have passed about 80 restaurants. No, probably hundreds of restaurants. I reckon so. Yeah. I reckon so. But no, I'm Scottish, and I won't take you to where my great-grand no, met no, my great-granddad. No. Um, and I lived in Edinburgh for a lot of years, mm-hmm. and then I went to Bible college. Um, and yeah, because I I did I think this might come through in the podcast, yeah. but I did actually go to Bible college because yeah. I don't. Which Bible? Which Bible? So tell us a bit about your ministry, man. Oh. <laughs> Good church to support you. That'll get you off the subject. <laughs> so I went to Bible college, and then I went and became a youth pastor in Barnsley. And that's when I actually first met you a long yeah. time ago, because I was in Barnsley, and you would you would have been in Bradford at that yeah, time. Yeah, I would absolutely. And then uh, I did that for quite a lot of years, and then I moved to Nottingham, and uh, I was a 
full-time youth evangelist yeah and then i i then sort of kind of merged into all age evangelist yeah yeah excellent yeah yeah yeah. we're going to pick up on more of that a little bit later Mm. through the interview but you're you have a an organization yes i've got a trust called the 73rd trust which basically all that is is just a vehicle that helps me to evangelize Mm. and so obviously when i go to different places Mm. and they want to give me money i can't say oh barbados fund no they get very suspicious they don't like that they don't like that so um my my trust is basically the vehicle that looks after all the financials and all that but um yeah i've been doing that for quite a lot of years yeah brilliant mate so some uh some questions that Mm. we're just gonna reveal some deep hidden truths yeah i have to say these are the bits that i really look forward to (laughs) the the shallow ones Mm. but mate um i'm gonna i don't think i don't know how to call this actually this could surprise me so i take you to a restaurant Please. <laughs> it's an illustration. Oh, it's an illustration. As you You're know, not actually money <laughs> never leaves my account, <laughs> yeah, yeah, as yeah. you know. Yeah. The only reason I asked you to make a homemade curry, because there was a risk we might go 50-50 on the bill tonight. Exactly. And that would be ridiculous. Exactly. Um, so I take you to a restaurant. Mm. Okay. And uh, two two courses for a tenner. Two courses for which, a tenner. Would that cost us a fiver now with the 50% reduction? <laughs> <laughs> on reflection, now might be a good time to, to yeah. go and get it. Yeah. Okay. Two courses for tenant. You can either have mm. starter and a main, mm, yeah. or main and a pudding. Yeah. What do you go for? I'm glad that you kind of explained that because I was like, well, I obviously know what you're going to say. You're not going to say starter and a main and main and a <laughs> course. <laughs> no, I know. Like, I, know. <laughs> I can't even do that. What? What is yeah, a? I'll be like, well, what is a <laughs> course? Yeah. And you're like, well, it's a fish. Is that an elephant? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, I would always go starter. Always go starter on a main. Would there um, be any puddings though that if you yeah, saw them you might swap no, it? I quite like eating mess. I quite like I love eat- eating mess. Do you mate. love eat? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh. You've not made an eating mess for tonight. Well, guess what? No. No, you've not. Uh, no, no dessert. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm a starter guy. Okay, cool. Oh, no, I'm I'm with you there. I, I'm feeling really generous. Mm. Okay, it's been a bit tough in lockdown. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to give you a pound right spend do mm. you spend it on sweets mm. or chocolate 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 that yeah. was quick wasn't it no it... come on we're we're fully grown men why are we eating sweet are you fizzy sweet man <laughs> not fizzy Whoa, no. look at you getting your cola balls <laughs> in what's wrong with you with cola oh, bottles, oh sorry it's gone yeah. a bit tense yeah. but midget gems oh, that's my favorite on. there's a bit of growing up needs to be done <laughs> That one, not twelve. I bet you at Midget school. gems are very hard to chew unless you're a mature adult. <laughs> I bet you you at school were the kind of kid that used to turn up with sweets that nobody else liked, weren't you? Not just at school, my friend. <laughs> not just at school. Just like that kid that yeah. everyone was like, oh, yeah. he brought his pacers. Too right, there. mate. Do you remember pacers, those spearmint? Mint no, because I had a more mature palette. All oh, right, right. Yeah, right. those were. I think those were. Those were what the sort of poorer people ate. Oh. Actually, if you were poorer than me when you were a kid, you were in a bad way, I'm telling you. I do remember Pacers, though. Yeah, yeah Midget yeah, Gems, yeah, yeah. Six Nations. Yeah. Said it before. Yeah. Cherry Pepsi Max. Yeah, you have said Midget it Gems, as I watched yeah. Scotland. Try to say something you've not said before. <laughs> to a crumbling defeat again. Oh. I've said that before, and you we'll have. say it many times yeah, again. Yeah, you All have. right, let me, throw, let me throw this into the equation. Okay, 
chocolate or crisps? Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, mm, mm, I would say chocolate, actually. Still chocolate? Yeah, I do like a bit of chocolate, but mm, have you ever tried like weird combos like chocolate and crisps? No, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like crisps are midget gems. <laughs> they go really well together. That's it's good. the way the crisps get stuck in oh, the gelatine okay. sweets. Is this about evangelism? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Oh, now, come on. Favourite cheese. So we go for a cheese board tonight mm. after the curry. Mm. Right. And because somebody's been in and stockpiled, mm. we're only allowed one type of cheese. Mm. What do you go for? Well, firstly, can I tell you what it clearly and absolutely and definitely and never ever would be? <laughs> I want to it's hear that. Like, the cheese with like the purple veins in them. Oh, it's we, like stilted. Yeah, and, stuff. and all that. You blue know, cheese. like blue cheese. Oh, I love blue no, cheese. No, 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 no. <laughs> Purple veins. eating stuff that smells like your boxer shorts? Well, right. I, can tell you, I can tell you. That we'll have to edit out. <laughs> I'll probably leave it in. We'll yeah. probably No, mate, let me just correct you, because I think if I was to tell you it's not purple veins, if I was right. to tell you what it really is, I think you'd change your opinion of it. Right. It's actually mould. It's <laughs> like changing oh, your opinion really... of it. I'm in. I'm in now. Are you in yeah. now? No, the one I would, I like a bit of brie. Oh, a nice oh, bit of brie. Oh, lovely. Nice and soft, runny yeah, brie. Yeah, lovely, yeah. lovely. All right. Favourite film and why? Oh, yeah, beauty. Come on, come yeah, on. actual beauty. Well, my favourite film has literally just changed, like in the last few months. Oh, right, months. wow. Yeah. Isn't why that? is that? Because um, my favourite film before... If this had been done when you originally said... <laughs> it's been a, a dodgy few months, hasn't it? No, I would have said The Mission. I oh, okay. Loved. You like The Mission. Have you never seen, seen it? it? You've never I've seen never The seen Mission? It. And I'm not going to lie, never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> I feel like our relationship has been dealt a bit of blow. Will, you know, you were faking that there. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not actually... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, seen that yeah, classic? Yeah. No, Jeremy Irons. I've heard of Jeremy Nero. Irons. Yeah, really, really great okay, film. Okay, never heard of that. Um, but yeah, it's just changed to 1917. Again. I, oh, mate. Again. I, never. Yeah. You've never heard the film. I'm so sorry. You, what, what film do you, you want me to go it? now? Oh. <laughs> what do I watch? You watch a horrible sort of kind of like um, action pack. I'm more E.T. Are you a James <laughs> Bond guy? Love James Bond. Oh, give it a Again, are you a fully grown, fully formed <laughs> man? Well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> are you. Wait, are you? Have you got trapped in a twelve? You're twelve. Do you trapped don't like in a... James Bond? What, no, what about when Sean does it? He's Scottish. You gotta like it, then. Name Sh- Bond. James Bond. Why don't you ever go doing the accent? <laughs> <as well? laughs> I think the your worst, numbers have gone up there. The worst James Bond accent I've ever your, heard. That, your numbers have just gone up there. The <laughs> podcast numbers. The listeners will be like, "Oh, I wasn't bothered with that Do until." Do you think? No. Do you think? No. <laughs> yeah, 1917. Great. It's a so war film. Then? It's, uh, it's and it's film. brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's they reckon it's the re- the the most realistic kind of view of trench life oh, okay. during the war, and it is phenomenal. So that's why is that then become your favourite film? Know, I loved it. Had honestly. you not seen it before? I've seen it the first time in the cinema. It's just come out in the cinema oh, okay. earlier this year, and basically I saw it and I loved it so much. I went and watched it straight again like the what? next night. And then I watched, I watched it twice with my wife, 
And then the third time, I watched it on my own, and wow. I got a bit, oh, I got a bit, oh, Did you? Ooh, I, yeah. bit I was out on ministry, and mm. <laughs> I watched it on my own, and it was a Saturday night. Yeah. Ooh, um, I probably phoned you after it. <laughs> you probably, like, most of your depressed times. Yeah, I do. I give Once you a little a week. call, don't I? I think that's what, would it be wrong to say I've missed your depressed crying yeah, on the phone? Yeah, no, COVID-19? I've not really had so many recently. <laughs> just crying on the phone, saying, Mark, tell me that I'm a better evangelist than you. And then you have so to hard. <laughs> you have to because you know it's true. It's so hard. Anyway, <laughs> Pepsi Max or Coca-Cola? No one cares. No, You're the only person that cares about know. Pepsi Max. It's a, it, it will determine how our relationship Coke. moves forward I from here. I actually do like Coke. After <laughs> yeah, all that, yeah, nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> you and maybe me. Yeah. And maybe me. Okay, now I know the answer to this one. Coffee or tea? Oh, coffee every single time. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. Strongest, strongest you can get. Yeah. No milk, no sugar. Yeah. And literally, if it's if it smells of, I love it when it smells of tobacco or it smells yeah, of with tar. Or Not so much tar. <laughs> or it just it smells, smells of the M1. <laughs> it smells <laughs> of the M1. I don't know what it is, but if it smells dirty, I like it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever sold coffee? <laughs> Imagine you in Costa. Oh, you should have one of these. It smells dirty. 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 I'll have two cups. I don't know why. I, do, I, have, I love it, though. I think I know this one. Favourite sport to watch? Very good question, and it would be football. I'm a yeah. big footy fan. I'm a Forest fan, Nottingham Forest. Basically, my life is rubbish. I support <laughs> Nottingham Forest. I'm Scottish. Very self We lose absolutely everything. <laughs> and I'm a Hibs fan. Hibs in Scotland lose it ever then. And for a little while, I had this little moment because Andy Murray was winning and I didn't know what to yeah. do with myself. I didn't know. I was like a kid when it's windy. You know when a kid when it's windy and it doesn't yeah. really know yeah, what to yeah. do? Yeah. Running around with a bag screaming. of midget gems. Yeah, yeah. No, no midget gems. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why do you keep thinking Magic Jams? I quite Jensen? like them. I quite like them. <laughs> when you do an appeal in evangelism, do you say, and, and Magic Jams? Oh, it just comes out. It just comes out. <laughs> Jesus now, and a bag Magic Jams! No, no, it's not quiet. It just comes oh, out. It's the then I'm back. We're all right. Okay. All right. Apart from my book on evangelism. Which I have read and it is actually good. Thank you. There just, it thank is. you. I've it's out it. there. I've put it, it out is. there. It is a good book. It record. Thanks, it mate. What... What has been you would you say like your favourite book on evangelism? And it can be like it can be like broadly evangelism. I, I know this is going to sound completely and utterly, but J. John's book, you know, was it calling, calling out? Oh, I just love J. John. If you ever hear, I'd help you. I love you. I would help you. It's I, a lot more fun watching oh, you right now. Is it called calling out? Is it called calling? He's got a great book on evangelism. And Breaking I, news? No, don't be ridiculous. Oh, mate, it's not called that. There is a book it's called cold. Breaking News. Mate, this now resembles a moment because I don't know. I don't know which book you mean. I think it's called Calling or Calling Out. Okay, I don't know. But why would it be called Calling Out? <laughs> evangelism. Call it out! I don't know, mate. <laughs> Anyways, that, I like that one. This reminds me of a moment at the Evangelist Conference when oh, we were to announce the speakers. And I'd never and you, heard of her. I had literally... <laughs> couldn't remember and you turned to me. Oh, it was And I couldn't remember. <laughs> we're up there 
And I'm like, uh, you and me are similar in yeah. that we give speakers a lot of kind of, you know, kudos, give the big intro. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we're like just, so I'm like, and I just could not remember her name. <laughs> and then I look to you and you're like, nothing. Oh, I was like, oh, mate. It wouldn't be our best oh, moment. And we, we just had to fest up. We had to Becky say. Becky Pippert. That was her. She took it really yeah. well, didn't she? <laughs> But anyway, J. John's book on evangelism. Right, brilliant, mate. Yeah. Superb. You are listening to The Reach Podcast with me, Mark Greenwood. Ah, me, Mark Ritchie. Yay. Yeah. Do you like the way I did that? Energy. It was good energy, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Only problem is I've got to now lift my game a little <laughs> exactly. bit. Exactly. I'm, I'm shattered already. <laughs> <laughs> just don't know whether we can keep it going to the end. So, mate, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the stuff that you've kind of found yourself doing, your passions. Tell us a little bit about Cross Britain. What what happened at Cross Britain? How did how did that come about? Well, I think, I mean, I know you're talking to a lot of different people about mm. evangelism, but I think this is quite a crucial little thing to hear about. Because for me, the story never started in 2012. It started in 2011. Okay. And I think that's interesting to say that because what happened is, for a lot of people may remember this, but there were riots in Britain in yeah. 2011 and they were horrible and I got really impacted mm. by it. And I'll tell you what it was like, Mark. It was like if I went into my daughter's bedroom and mm -hmm. I found her cutting herself, Yeah, I would be so devastated. Yeah, you know, right. I love my daughter and why yeah. is she hurting herself? Yeah, yeah. And I found that about Great Britain. I mm. love the UK, I love mm. Britain. Um, I love daft little things about Britain mm. that we make way for the ambulances. I love that. <laughs> that yeah. I do. I love that. <laughs> I do. I love that. I love that. Every time it happens, oh, it's I so say, quaint, isn't every it? time, every time people make way for the ambulance, I'm like, I love living in the UK. <laughs> it's like I love it. What I don't like is the people that follow through the gap. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. don't. That'll be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me waving. But I really yeah, love no, Britain, and basically, <laughs> here was Britain hurting itself. Yeah, these yeah. riots. I was like, why? This is horrible. You know, the town centres became like you know horrendous war zones, mm, and mm. I got and and so I just got on my knees. I remember a really significant night when um, there was a big uh, furniture. Um, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in Croydon a big yeah, furniture shop that. and it went on f they, they, they burnt it down and, and I just remember sobbing before mm. God mm. and um, and I felt God speak to me and I feel like in evangelism it's so important to have why are we doing this yeah. to have that big why that burns within us yeah, no, and good. my why came about because I says God I don't want to see Britain like this yeah. and um, I felt like God said I wanted to take the cross over Britain now, when he said that, I thought he meant the message of the cross. Yeah. And I was all right with that. I was like, yeah, God, I'll take the message. And then, like, God's like, no, I mean actually take a cross. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, come on, God. Because yeah. I'm not that weird. You know you meet the guys that are a bit weird that yeah. carry the cross. You know, they go, come on. And they're like, oh, you carry a cross. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Oh, you've got it in the car. Great, great, great. And it's like, oh, they're weird. But yeah. no, I didn't want to be part no, of the no. weird cross-carrying mm. guy mm. but I actually really genuinely felt it deep in my soul that yeah. I had to carry so I did I am um, I, I in 2012 I carried a huge aluminium cylindrical cross mm. over Britain and it was kind of this mesh cross mm. where and the reason we did that and then you know a lot of people says why didn't you carry a wooden one and all mm. that 
Well, the reason we did that is because we wanted people to write um, their sins in post-it notes mm. and actually put them inside the cross. Amazing. And uh, it was incredible. We walked. I walked from uh, uh, Brighton up to Edinburgh wow. and then from Wrexham across How the hall. How many miles is that? Yeah, around about 700 miles, yeah. Wow. And I walked it over 70 days and we saw thousands of people and we saw, Mark, we saw beautiful things where yeah. people writing their sins and weeping at the cross and sticking them wow. inside and, wow. you know, amazing. I mean, I always tell the story, but it really impacted me and I, it just humbles me because we, we, I did events and we saw thousands of people queuing yeah. up to put yeah. the, the, their post-it notes in the cross and it was so powerful. But um, I'll never forget this. We were in Manchester, and I'm not being stereotypical, but it was absolutely true. It was chucking it down. Right? <laughs> it poured the rain the whole time we were in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. And I was soaking, and I was like, I'd been walking for four hours, wow. and I was soaking. And we got into this pub, and so I've got a cross on my back, mm. and there was a guy helping me, and he, he would put the cross at the side, and we were sitting, and I was soaking, <clears> and I was really just a bit irritable, right? And I, the lady, the pub, it was afternoon, and it was quiet, and she came over, and I says, oh, have you got any soup? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was a bit short with her, right? I was a mm. bit like, because mm. I was wet, I was tired, mm. it was horrible. Anyway, we're eating this soup, and I'm like, literally got my socks off, because I was so wet. And I've got my socks on this radiator. And uh, I see, and the guy with me says, Mark, look at that. And I looked over. And these two women were looking at the cross. And they actually came over and they says, oh, you know, what's happening? And I says, I was really short with them. I Mm. says, oh, listen, people are writing their sins on post-it notes. You're like the most stroppy preacher ever. Yeah, the most stroppy evangelist (laughs) ever. And I says, and people are sticking the post-it notes in the cross. And I was like eating my soup. Anyway, I never even gave her a post-it note. I never even, the post-it notes were in my rucksack. I never even, because I was so tired and wet. Anyway, mate. How dare they Exactly. I'm eating my soup and the guy says, oh, mate, look up. And I looked up and these two women, they'd actually got um, napkins off the table. No And they were writing on these napkins. And one of them was crying. Well, anyway, mate, we went over and this woman, she'd written abortion on the... Oh, mate. Wow. She wrote it on the napkin and she put it in the cross. And we had this moment of... Mate, I was so humbled. Mm. I was like... Do you know what the cross mm. has done? It's I've not even I've not even commu- I mean, we'll talk yeah. about communication yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. But I've actually been a bad communicator, <laughs> yes. and yet it's still working. It's still powerful. Incredible, isn't it? And you know, even as I remember that story, I'm welling up because I thought, "Wow, Jesus! You know, the the, the cross still stands. Yeah. The message of the cross still changes lives, mm. and we get the privilege of actually communicating this message." You know, absolutely. And one, one of the things I really love about you, there's lots of things that I love about you, but one of the things I really love about you is you have got this deep sense of the presence of God. And that as you walk into that pub with a cross, massively the, the presence of God and about taking the presence of God and actually putting the cross in front of people mm-hmm. and before people who wouldn't hear it. And yet coupled with that, you, you hinted at it a few moments ago, is this incredible determination to be the best communicator of that cross now sometimes people especially historically you know you you from a pentecostal denomination so am i maybe we focus historically a little bit more 
on the spirit's power at the expense of mm, communication sure. and doing that. But how do you, how do you marry those two? Because I, I think you do that so well. Because you are completely presence oriented. Mm, yeah, hundred percent. But completely um, focused on like being the best and clearest communicator. And you, you see. Lots of people come to Christ yeah. in, in, in crazy places. And you, you take your communication into places like the fringe, which yeah, we yeah, need to make yeah, sure we yeah, chat yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. How, how do you kind of marry those two together? What is it well, that, I think that drives for me, you with that? I, I, I mean, you were there on the day that it happened, but mm. we, we got some teaching from George. Uh, we got some teaching about George Whitfield. <laughs> yeah, now that Not would have been impressive. <laughs> Not from George Whitfield. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. old, but yeah. no, no, and 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 the Dr. Dave Smith yes. did this incredible teaching, phenomenal, and I was so impacted because of mm. two things. George Whitfield was like he was known as a revivalist, mm. right? Mm. And he carried the presence of God. Mm. And and Dave Smith told us these stories about um, where where, where they're outdoors and people had come to disrupt the mm. event. Mm. And yet the presence of God was so heavy mm. and so real mm. that people were like falling on their face. But the thing I absolutely love about this carrier of the presence of God was that also in the crowd were the best actors of the day. Yes. Who basically wanted to come and hear yeah, Whitfield speak. Incredible. Not because he was a great man of God, but because he was one of the best communicators yeah. of the day. Yeah. And I, I love that. that because I think... You know, exactly what you say. It feels to me like you've either got great communicators mm. who are really good at communicating the Christian message, mm. but they're, 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 they're funny and engaging, but they'll never kind of like go into the anointing. Mm. Mm. And then you've got the other guys that are a bit weird. Yeah. And they were like, oh, he's carrying something, but he's also a bit unusual. Mm. And I feel with George Whitfield, you had this guy who was able to do both things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's able to speak in an eloquent and in a brilliant way, but he's also carrying the presence yeah, of God. Yeah. And as I heard Dave Smith talk, I thought, I want that. Yeah. I want to be someone who, when I do my communications, they are excellent. Yeah. They are like, people are like, oh, that's a great speaker. Mm, mm. And when I have... I have unchurched people. One guy came up to me, and I'll never forget it. He says, "Mate, if they gave if they gave a medal out for communication, you would have got gold." So good. And I was so like, good. "That's a non-Christian saying that." Isn't that so like I'm the like, most yeah, encouraging thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. This is not someone just kind of trying to bless me. Yeah, yeah. This I is a guy that. who's not even a Christian. Yeah. And um, I want that. I want all the gold medal of communication. But I also want to carry the yeah, presence good. of God. And we've had a couple of moments, Mark, where, oh my mm. goodness, where God's like stopped the room. Where mm. God has literally stopped the room. And it's like, and I love when non-Christians are like, oh man, what the heck is going on? And it's yeah. like, you know, they've got no <laughs> jargon for it. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I was doing my comedy, but then I brought the message of the cross. Yeah. And the room stopped. And it's like... God is Amazing. here right Amazing. now. Right now, God is in this room. And this guy's going, oh, what's happening? I'm shaking. I'm shaking. And I'm like, he goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's the magic dust? What's the ma I'm like, it's not magic I dust. I love that. And I love it though. He's like, it's not magic dust. It's the presence of yeah, God. Amazing. It's the glory of God. 
It's like the Shekinah glory of mm. God. Mm. And you know, I I think sometimes Christians, we felt like we've copyrighted that and it's for a little shake and a tingle at a mm. conference. Mm. No, the presence of God is not for shake and a tingle at a conference. Right. The presence of God is in events where non-Christians yeah, are like, yeah. God's here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I can tell you loads of great things about my dad and you'll be like, oh, that's cool. But I can introduce you to my dad. I love that. And it's like, oh my goodness. See, I love that because the word signs and wonders, which we so often use in, in our church background, is so often we've, we've thought about it in the context of, of Christians and in the church. But actually, for me, a sign and a wonder is something that makes somebody who's not a believer go, what, what is this? What's happening? Mm, makes them mm, wonder. Yeah. And that's why I love that story about what's happened to me. And I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've had yeah, that. Yeah, I've, yeah. Had, I've not quite had anybody shout out, I must yeah, admit. Yeah, but yeah. I have had people come up to me at the end again who, who weren't Christians. And mm. they just said, I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. know what it is. Just... There's just something yeah. about you, and uh, and it's been it's been humbling actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And similar similar to you, I have this. I have like two goals. Number one, I want to see somebody come to Christ. Mm. Uh, number two, if they're not going to come to Christ, I want to send them away with their perceptions yeah. of God and the church and Christianity change for the better. Sure, sure. And I think being that gold star communicator yeah. does that, doesn't it? Yeah. Because why, you know, like there used to be an old song um, by a guy called Larry Norman. We used oh, to yes. sing, yeah, why should the devil have I'm, all the yeah, good music? Good, good. But I'm like, why should the <clears throat> devil have all the good humor and the good communication? Absolutely. You know, we, we should be able to communicate God in as excellent a way as some of the top guys in the 100%, TED Talks, 100%. you know, the TED Talks are like, wow, this guy is communicating mm. incredibly. But that's what I loved about your book, you mm. know, um, Big Yes, Little Yes, Healthy Maybe. And I loved it because when I'm communicating through my comedy, mm. you know, people are like, oh, when you're at the fringe, do you let them have it? You know, <laughs> do you hit them hard? And I'm like, it's a comedy festival. <laughs> I mean... People are buying tickets and coming yeah, in. They're yeah. not expecting me to be screaming, turn or burn. <laughs> and I, I love what you're saying in the book because yeah. I love that. Like, it's like, do you know what? We need to communicate in such a way that maybe there are some people that are showing a little bit of interest. Yeah. yeah. I heard something great. As a good guy. A lot of you have heard of him. A guy called Paul Scanlon. Yeah, and yeah. he said yeah. that this is an amazing thing about light. And he says, we're called to be the light of the world. But the church, often, we only know one kind of light, and yeah. that is the headlights in people's face. <laughs> and good. he says, we actually, companies pay millions of pounds to get the light in just right. Yeah, and that's good. what I love about your book. It's like, we've got to be a bit nuanced sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to kind of deliver some stuff yeah. to get people interested. Yeah, it's absolutely. not always just that massive black. Now, you know me, I love an appeal yeah, and I love absolutely. going for full response. Fruitful as well. But mate. I'm also nuanced enough to say, do you know what? Sometimes yeah. in some settings, we just have to play a bit smart. No, yeah. 100%, 100%. And I think, you know, we've, we've all seen people who've just gone in and, and, and made people have it. Mm. But I'm not sure whether the people even got it. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because he's just been like, tick, 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 tick. Exactly. We've, we've done exactly. all of that. We've done yeah. all of that. And probably the people have gone away going, don't really exactly know what happened there. Yeah, a man sure, was at the yeah. front. He was shouting he, a lot. He was upset at somebody. <laughs> 
and then he got me to put my hand up. Yeah. I don't really know what I was putting my yeah, hand no, up for. Exactly, but exactly. Yeah, well, you have just been evangelised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've no, stamped, I agree. Stamped. I agree. I want to. I want to talk about the fringe a little bit because I love the story of really what what was a prayer that was answered when you were a youngster at yeah, the fringe and yeah. you heard somebody basically yeah, yeah. being disrespectful to say the least about yeah, yeah. about the faith just tell us about that story so when it's, i was really like 15 powerful. i love i lived in musselburgh which is just outside edinburgh mm-hmm. and so when i was 15 16 i used to go up to the fringe and see mm-hmm. loads of the shows and mm-hmm. loved it and i saw like comedians absolutely shredding christianity mm-hmm. absolutely ripping jesus name apart and i remember about 16 years old sitting there and saying one day I'm going to be on that stage and I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm going to lift his name up. Come on. And uh, like, yeah, probably was it four years ago we did it the first time. Yeah. And uh, we we did it last year where we sold out like um, three quarters of the nights. And no, listen, you know, I, I love it. And and people shout out and it can be a bit weird and you yeah. have these you have these unusual moments <laughs> where you know you're talking about the presence of god and you look out and there's a guy falling asleep or <laughs> there's someone someone absolutely slaughtered on the third yeah, row yeah. and this guy turned up and he was like you are amazing i've watched every one of your tv shows and i'm like um, <laughs> Good. I've never been never on been there. <laughs> but have you paid for it? Great. Well, to sit there, yeah, that's good. That is nah. brilliant. So I love it. And um, yeah, I'm just enjoying it. I feel alive. I mean, listen, I wear adult nappies the whole night. <laughs> I am. I mean, you're on the edge, Mark. I'm not you're on the judge edge, you, mate. Oh, I'm not man. Judge you. You're like you're up there, and you're you're doing your stuff, and like. You know, people can get up and leave at yeah. any point, yeah. and they do. <laughs> and they do. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, because I'm like, you know, a lot of my experiences in Christian ministry, I'm like, oh, I want to stop and go, oh, guys, where are you going? You know, what What yeah. are you? But of course, like, it's the fringe, and it's the comedy festival, yeah. and they can get up and leave. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, I, but But you have these amazing moments where, like, people come up to you at the end, and they're like, you know, we were walking past your venue, someone gave us a leaflet, we came in, we laughed our head off. And I'll tell you what yeah. is weird, and I do not have an explanation for this, but people say to me, they, they come up and they cry, and they say, oh. thank you for not swearing. Wow, and they say, that's amazing. thank you for not being mucky. And they say, thank you for not like using you know rude words. And I'm like, why? It's interesting that it's it causes them to cry. But I think that like, Sometimes people have been a bit desensitized and, and they, they, they're just sick and no, tired absolutely. of people bad-mouthing, dropping the F-bomb every two seconds and all of that. And it's like, here's this guy, I'm in the right mm. there trying to be light in a dark place. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's going well. Mate, do you know what? It's like, for me, I, I honestly believe that God's always at work. Yeah. Right? And so when, when God placed it on your heart way back then, 15, 16 years old, to, to, to be in the fringe. When God put that in there, I actually really believe that God's hand is in all of that, bringing people to the fringe shows. There'll be people, I honestly believe, that'll, that'll come to Christ and part of that narrative will be because they've been to a fringe yeah. show. I honestly yeah. really believe that because I just constantly, constantly believe that God is always yeah. at work. 100%. And actually, it's like, 
God, God, I know God knows how He's going to use us, right? Yeah. Okay. So He's quite good, isn't He? In that He puts those gifts and talents in us. Yeah. When when we're born, when 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 He's weaving us together in our mother's womb, 100%. He knows what He wants to use. And then when you give your life to Christ, often mm. it's He He gives that that extra Holy Spirit dynamic to those Good natural mate. skills yeah. that are already in you, because He knows that He wants to use you to use humour mm. to get you into the fringe where mate. people can come across. Brilliant. Those. So I think God's. God's you, really strategic. You, I, I feel God speaking now, and I think you should give up your job as a lollipop man. You should become an evangelist, mate. There's something in there. Nah, yes, I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. I don't know. It's a secure job. I mean, I mean, the kids keep coming. Yeah, I put I, the lollipop. I know up I there. can help it's people good. cross the road, but I don't know if I can help them to. Cross, cross to see the cross over the an road. An evangelist what? isn't somebody that crossed. No, that doesn't <laughs> work. Does it? We'll have to take a bit more time oh, to work. If we were J. John right now, we'd have come up with it. Like that, yeah. like that. But mate. we're like, you you cross yeah. the road with <laughs> the children, yeah. the missionary <laughs> over Ross the world. Rode the cross. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd probably a lot end up of this is getting deleted. Very. <laughs> Theologically dodgy, to be honest with you, mate. But you know what? I agree with you. And this this changed my thinking, mm. right? When I went to Barnsley and I was working as a youth pastor, I was in about 20 different schools. Yeah. And one school in particular did my head in because <laughs> all the other high schools, they would let us go in. We would do assemblies for five days. We'd have an event on the Friday night. We'd yeah. invite all the young people and we'd do a big appeal. And it was amazing. But there was this one high school and they were like, you come in, you can do seven minutes. And they were very rigid on what mm. you could say. Mm. And I had to give them my script to what I was mm. going to say. Yeah. And I, they used to wind me up. I used to go in there lots of Fridays and, you, you know, and, and they would say, no, you can't say that. You can't say this. Anyway, fast forward 20 years, I'm up in Newcastle preaching and a woman comes to see me. She's crying. She says, Mark, let me tell you my story. When I was a young girl, I was in a school in Barnsley. No, she told me the school. Come on. It was a seven-minute school. It was a school. <laughs> she goes, she goes. I left. I left their school. I went and I became a student in Newcastle. My life went completely messed up. She says I got onto drugs. I went horrendous. She goes at the very worst point of being a heroin addict. Someone took me along to see a preacher, and as I was in this church, the man, I was like, I've heard this story before. And I remembered a Scottish guy that came into my school in Barnsley. Wow. And she says, Mark, I put my hand up. I went to the front. But I wasn't putting my hand up to that guy speaking. I was putting my hand up to the guy in that school. Whoa. Mate, I'm nearly crying That's here because amazing. I'm like, I'm like honoured beyond because I'm like, she says, and, and, and I, I became a Christian then. My drug addiction's gone. My husband's a Christian. We're now living a great That's life. That's incredible. And she says, I want to thank you. And I was like, God, you know what? I used to, I used to shout and shout at you. <laughs> seven minutes, God. <laughs> what can I do in blinking seven minutes? And I was like, you know what? Oh, I'm not even allowed to mention this. I'm not yeah, allowed to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know what? God's like, leave it to me. Incredible, it to me. isn't and, it? Uh, and and I, so I think even at the festival, you know, some would be like, oh, you need to hit it harder yeah, yeah. at the festival. No, no, no. 
That's like God doing yeah. what only God can do. Mate, absolutely. That is yeah. amazing. And how old does that make you feel? Oh, mate, 119. <laughs> but, mate, that is brilliant, isn't it? Well, I, can I just say, no, if please people do. at the please fringe, do. if people are interested in the fringe, yeah. then it would be great for them to come along. But also, I've been doing daft little videos on Instagram. Yeah, they've been great. So if you look up Mark Ritchie UK, yeah, Mark it, Ritchie UK, yeah. you'll see, and I do these daft little videos, and that gives you a little bit of a flavour of what I'm sort nah, of doing. that's good. Better lockdown, lockdown laughter, mate. Yeah, that's, that's what we've been after. Mate, you know, like, I, I obviously I don't do comedy quite to the intensity and level that you do. You, you're brilliant. But I've, I've done a few comedy and Christianity type evenings, and I'm sure you had it when people would say to you in a Christian context, oh, you should you should do it on the stage. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's one thing inviting your friend along to hear a preacher and the preacher makes them laugh. Mm. It's another thing when you're putting yourself out there as a, as a comedian, not that I've necessarily ever called myself that, but it's another thing, isn't it, saying, come and I will make you laugh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I decided to do a few little secular comedy places. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I did about about nine or ten of them purely secular comedy things and one was in Staffordshire in a tiny little club and uh, so I got up did my stuff and uh, I was the open spot which for listeners it's not open mic it's when you're on the bill but Mm. you're you're very much seen as somebody who's just started so they put you between to warm up in case you bomb <laughs> and yeah, you're given yeah, yeah, like yeah, minimum yeah, seven yeah. maximum ten so i'm like pulling out all my best stuff and I, <laughs> I am proper nervous and at the end of it this lady came to see me she's that i've i've just heard that that's your first like proper thing i said oh yeah yeah i've done like bits of stuff after dinner which is very different to comedy sure. slots and uh, various things and she said to me well i won't want to come tonight because basically I've had the worst week of my life and oh. this is the worst day in that worst week but I just I just felt for some reason I should go along she said and all those other comedians who by the way were brilliant I mean one of them I recognise he was out three four nights a week wow, wow, wow. really funny guy um, she said they did nothing for me oh. she said but when you stood up she said something inside me. She said the only way I can explain it is by saying that it's like something inside me broke. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Incredible, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know what it was. She said, but I feel different because I've been in your presence. Wow. So keep going. And I was able, I very gently, I actually, I didn't preach because this is that sensitivity again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most yeah. Christians would would wade in yeah 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 and i said and i just simply said i said you know that that's not an unusual thing i I do quite a lot of speaking but most of the time it's um for for churches we invite people that are interested Mm. in spiritual matters and i said i i happen to believe that you know god sometimes works through me in different contexts and wow i just really really hope and pray that you kind of move on but that was a moment for yeah, me where I yeah. thought, and then another occasion where a guy said to me, I laughed so much tonight, I know I'm going to have to become a Christian because I can't leave here the same way that I came. Oh, wow, amazing, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And so you kind of go away, and it's that presence of God with that Sure you want to be a lollipop man. <laughs> I mean, don't know. It's a big step. Take the step. Take the step. All right, then. All right, then. Can I offer lollipops in my videos? I was going to say, take the step. Take. Why don't you cross the road halfway? (laughs) 
Come on. Oh, come on. See what I've done there. See what you've done yeah, there. That's see good. what you've done. Mate, our, our time's almost gone. It's wow. literally flown by. But um I want to finish with a couple of things. Number one, if if just to encourage people in in evangelism mm. generally, what what one thing would you say just to inspire people and encourage people about being patient with with their friends that when mm. they when they come along to an event to hear Mark Ritchie speak for example um so often people might think oh this is their night to become a Christian yeah, yeah, how, yeah, yeah, how yeah. can you encourage them to hold that tension of like believing that they're going to come through to Christ but but being realistic that it's it's a journey. No, exactly. And I was just going to use the word journey. Great. And I mean, you and me both, look, I've done loads of teaching on this and yep. I know you mentioned it in the book, but Paul says to Agrippa, yep. short time or long. Yeah. And basically, I love that because it's yep. like there are short journeys yeah. and there are long Absolutely. journeys. And people are on, some people are on a long journey. Yeah. And we've just got, we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking for progress nice. and it's like you know i would just encourage people keep giving time to that yeah keep giving energy to that yeah. and you know i think you genuinely will find yeah. that um that, that that will work out that people will be on that little just nudging yeah, along absolutely. nudging along so yeah i know you produce a few resources at the 73rd yeah. trust but anything that people can get yeah to help i would them love in that? to just i know we've got to run out of time but no, i would love it. to just for two minutes so after that cross britain 70 days you know thousands of people got saved yeah. you saw healings you you were part of it which mm. was amazing and i really did have an incredible time well just when i got back i thought maybe that was the end of the journey mm. but in some ways that was just the beginning mm. because mm. and i know you've i've shared this with yeah. you but i went through the bleakest yeah darkest time mm. now i'm a positive upbeat guy yeah yep. but i went that was dark that was dark mm. and uh, what happened mark is that i realized that like my soul was completely dysfunctional yeah. and that things were out of sync and um i was actually crying out to god by the river trent and i was just i was calling on god and i saw this boat go past mm. and god like just showed me as a very clear picture that God spoke to me and says, that is you, Mark. Mm. And I'm like, okay, what's, what's going on here? And he says, like, the boat. So there's three things. There's the rowers inside the boat. There's the actual boat. And then there's the guy at the end of the boat, the cocks of the mm. boat mm. that's speaking. Mm. And God showed me really clearly that the boat is my soul, mm. that the rowers were like my feelings, mm. emotions, my thoughts, wow. my will, and that the cox is actually me and that I need to speak to my soul. Amazing. And uh, I realized that like my soul was completely um, dysfunctional. And that in that dark time, I every day began to speak to my soul. Amazing. And the daily discipline of speaking to your feelings, speaking to your thoughts, speaking to your will. And uh, so I've done a podcast on it. It's a Great. four part thing. Brilliant. If you, wherever you get your podcast from, if you go on there, Soul Focus by Mark Ritchie. Yeah. Soul Focus by Mark Ritchie. And it's four parts. And it's just about, it's changed my life. Yeah, it's amazing. radically changed my life. Every day I speak to my soul. So good. And um, I found speaking to my feelings, speaking to my thought life, and yes. just really, I am going to lead myself yeah, well. Yeah. 
I'm not just going to let, you know, the current take me. I love me. that. Mate, no, and I, I've listened to the podcast. Mm. I think it's brilliant. And I hadn't quite realised how much the soul featured, mm. particularly in the sounds, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, we talk about the spirit empowered as being a key part. And so often we think about the Holy Spirit. We think yeah, about yeah. just come in all of your power. All of, but actually, we've got to take care of that place where he lives in a sense, don't exactly, we? And just look yeah. after ourselves and get ourselves fit. So 100% recommend people. Soul Focus by Mark Ritchie you won't spend much better time download that listen to it and it's so crucial for where we are right now because yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's a roller coaster exactly mark ritchie mate thank wow. you so much it's gone quick As, thank you so much brilliant mate bless you man that was the reach podcast with mark greenwood stay connected on twitter by following at elim reach or to follow mark personally at rev greenie be sure to listen in to another reach podcast